WTL, that stands for Where's the Line, Nebraska's First and Only Sports Betting Show. I am your host, Andy Class, and joined by (laughs) the Red Hot Parlay Pounder. You got it, you got it. I mean, are you going to show these NFL playoffs any mercy this week, or are you just going to keep it going full steam? I hope I can get every one of them right this week. (laughs) Oh my Uh, God. Yeah, with this divisional round, it's, it's heating up, and... So am I. Uh, the divisional round here, I think it's kind of curious that some of these lines are inflated, yeah. expanded. I think that's kind of surprising. I thought, you know, NFL and the playoffs, teams are getting better and better. Uh, those lines would be getting squeezing and tightening under three. But, <laughs> boy, that is not the case on a couple of these games. And we're going to start off with exactly that. Yeah. The Houston Texans coming off an impressive win. Yeah. C.J. Stroud's the talk of the town, toast He's of the, the town. Never going to have to buy another beer in Houston again. <laughs> But the storybook rookie season might come to a shattering halt here uh, as they have to travel to Baltimore to take on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, who are 13-4, and and they are a a 9.5 point favorite. I mean, that's good God. Two (laughs) scores, nearly 10 points. Yeah, Andy. Um, I mean, you you look at the Ravens coming to this game, pretty heavy favorites. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they'll be at home for this matchup. Baltimore boasts the best defense in the NFL, maybe the best team in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, But Houston has one of the better passing attacks in the league Uh that C.J. Stroud has been building and building and building this whole entire time. Mm -hmm. I I do believe that the Texans are going to be able to pass the ball on this Baltimore defense. Okay. I think it's going to be a little bit closer than people think, but what I'm really looking at, Andy, is the over right now. I think this okay. is going to sail over 45 and a half points. I know people are going to get a little nuts on me just because that Ravens team uh, boasts that good defense. I just believe that Houston is going to uh, you know, get enough points on there to help yeah. the Ravens climb to this. I believe the Ravens get at least 30 points in this game. Yeah, and some of those player props, talking about passing yards, kind of play into what you're saying. Yeah. And and I think you have seen enough from C.J. Stroud. You know he can move the ball sure. through the air. And every time Lamar Jackson has been challenged this year, Boy, has he risen to the occasion. Sure. Uh, he also has a, a passing line um, projection of over 200 yards. That'll yeah. be a curious player prop to look into uh, as well. Uh, you know, th- this over-under, I'm still seeing 43 and a halves out yeah. there if you shop it around. So uh, it, to me, it looks like a lot of books are getting it bet up to 45 because they have the exact uh, same thought process as you. Like, there's going to be more points scored than you think. Yeah, just like I said, I believe Houston does have this passing offense and the weapons mm-hmm. that they can get points on this Baltimore defense. Uh, and Baltimore should be able to do whatever it wants offensively, yeah. Andy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yep. you were alluding to with those player props, I have a couple here. Uh, my one for Lamar Jackson is on the other side of the ball that we're talking about from passing. His over-under on rushing yards is 53.5. Mm. I believe that is a lock. <laughs> or, uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar yeah. Jackson, Josh Allen, they pull out all the stops in the yeah. NFL playoffs. 
to get those rushing yards. I feel like that's been a very obvious thing from Buffalo, especially, and we'll get into that game. Uh, but yeah, Josh Allen, I mean, he can pick up 50 rushing yards in one freaking one play. play, and the same for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at his uh, over under as far as passing yards, it's at 226 and a half, so you're not going to get the hook. Um, I, I think a lot of money, the majority of money right now is coming in on the over. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that because I don't know if Baltimore is going to have to pass the ball. It's going to be cold weather. <laughs> they can get, they can play dirty. They don't mind winning a rock fight. They don't mind winning by ten or, or no, fewer points. This is Harbaugh, and he yeah. doesn't care how yeah. he wins, Andy. It's just win, win, win. The other thing you got to look at uh, when you're looking at player props, Isaiah Likely has been on fire of late, mm. but there are rumblings in the building that this might be Mark. Andrews comeback game. He is eligible to get back on the roster as of Friday. Yeah. So keep an eye on that, especially if you're looking at any of those Isaiah Likely props because yeah. if Mark Andrews back in the building, uh, that guy's production might go down a little bit. I think the uh, the better bet there, um, you know, okay, so Andrews, you got the injury worries, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and your guy you just mentioned there, is he consistent enough? Uh, Zay Flowers, yes. I think, is a better bet at 48 and a half. Uh, hit the over. I mean, if hit if, the over, hit the over. Three and a half catches right now as well for his reception. I like them both. Prop. I think uh, I like love them both. both. He's he's their guy. Um, yeah. You have to kind of look at Odell as well. They kept him out of that last season game, mm-hmm. getting him healthy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you know he's a baller in the playoffs. So I like Odell stuff. Uh, anybody on the Ravens side of the ball, you're gonna you're gonna have a good shot at hitting those props. Uh, we're pouring a lot of love in on Baltimore, and I think deservedly so. However, Houston has covered four of the last five yeah. games, and I think Houston's gonna cover here. I think they're gonna keep it within ten points. I really do. Yeah, Andy, I think it's gonna turn into a little bit of a shootout. I don't. Really want to back the Texans just it's because tough. I love it's tough. I love Baltimore. I think they're I think they are the best team yeah. in the league. I like so them too. I I think I have to side if it's at nine and a half. I think I have to side with the Ravens. Probably sidestep it and throw all my cash yeah. on that over on the better bet. I, I do like that too. And I'm just saying a lean. I'm not saying bet the farm. Yeah. I just think if I had to do a lean, I'm thinking Houston can no cover doubt. that. They have been. Uh, I would say since what? What would you say? Week thirteen, <laughs> week twelve, Houston. Uh, they they have been one of the better bets in the NFL. No doubt. They're so. a wagon, and if you were <laughs> on them early, you've made some money. All right, let's talk about the Saturday 715 yeah, game on Fox. No streaming services, no more Peacock. No. This is on good old Fox. You know what you're going to get here. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay is heading on out to San Francisco. They, too, after an impressive win, yeah. are nine-and-a-half-point dogs to the 49ers. Yeah, and I'm seeing this getting bet up already to 10, 10-and-a-half, Andy, really? on some books, hmm. just because everybody's infatuated. It's just like we were just talking about. Everybody's yeah. infatuated with the Baltimore Ravens, with the San Francisco 49ers, the two yeah. best teams in the NFL. Yeah, uh, these are the two odds-on favorites to make the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. So, it, it you know... I think I have to take a stab on the Packers again, Andy. Yeah. Um, Green Bay has really found its stride over the last nine games, and they're playing their best football of the season right now. San Francisco has been mm. a little injury-prone and off the field for so long. I can't remember the last time that their <laughs> players played. I can't remember yeah. the last time CMC stu- stepped on the field. That's good for him, though. I don't want him getting hurt. That's, I, I agree 100%, but there is a little bit to that you know, ring rust kind of thing. Sure. Okay. I I really like that the Packers are coming in with a full head of steam to San Francisco this weekend. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for that, um, uh, where you can be over-rested. I just feel that with San Francisco being a veteran team, being there before, a well-coached team, right, I I don't think it's going to bother them as much. And I I don't know how... (sighs) 
I feel good for Jordan Love. Yeah. But being a, a Bears fan, I just hate seeing you know, it. Yeah, I no, I, I totally agree with you. And, and I, and I got to think that, okay, it's got to run out sometimes, kind of like I'm waiting for the bomb to fall out with C.J. Stroud, and I just don't know if it's going to happen. I just don't I, know if that's going to happen. Right, man. right. So if I'm thinking that, I, I guess I'm kind of leaning with you as yeah. far as Green Bay should be able to cover this. It's just that they're, they're so on opposite ends of the spectrum, where Green Bay, you got so much youth, yeah. so much unknowns. San Francisco is such a constant, such a staple in the Superstars. playoffs. I, if, if one of these two teams is going to cover that nine and a half, ten points, and I think San Francisco would be the better bet of the two to make yeah. that cover. No, you're probably right, Andy. I'm just looking at how they demolished the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. You know, and, oh, yeah. you know, that defense is supposed to be all-world, probably just a little bit worse than the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> defense, but the, they gave up 510 yards yeah. to the Packers, uh, 387 passing, like you're alluding to. Jordan Love playing yep. out of his mind, and it, it, it just looked like it was a different team. It did. So, uh, it did. I, I, I think, like you're saying, I might have to sidestep this game as well. Sure. There are a couple player props, Andy, that I love in this game. I have to give out a shout-out really? to our South Dakota State alum, okay. Tucker Kraft, the tight end for the Green Bay Packers. His over-under on yards right now is abysmal, 24.5 yards. This guy can get that in one catch, like we said. <laughs> I believe this goes over big time. And then I'm flipping right over to the other side of the ball with that tight end, George Kittle. Okay. His receptions are at 3.5 right now. Mm. When they get into the playoffs, they love using this guy. It This is going to gonna smack. This guy's going to have five or six catches on Saturday night. Yeah, and this is one of those games, I don't know if it's drawing a lot of action as far as player props go, but one that is uh, drawing a little bit more than most would be Brandon Ayuk and that 66 and a half yards yeah. receiving. I'm seeing the majority of the money being bet on the over. Where do you kind of fall on that one? Yeah, probably with the over. He, yeah. he is yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, number one receiver, if you count Debo sure. as kind of a wing back or whatever. Uh, <laughs> back. Uh, he, he probably will get. He probably will get that. Uh, I, I like going on a little lower props, like Christian McCaffrey sitting there at 32.5 yards receiving, okay. or Debo at 58. You know, these guys are still going to get the ball, yeah. and they're probably going to get receiving yards as I well. I mean, that, that CMC at 32.5, you said? Yeah. That sounds like two receptions, maybe one, just like the, the rushing exactly. uh, lines for those two quarterbacks. Like uh, Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson can pick that up in one run. We, we've seen it the last couple of weeks. Yeah. You, yep. you saw with Josh Allen. You last saw week. with Josh Allen. That's pretty impressive. Uh, one that I did forget about about the Houston game, Andy, that I really liked. That it's a plus money bet right now. Uh-huh. C.J. Stroud over one and a half passing touchdowns. Oh yeah, is at a yeah. plus one forty five on DraftKings right okay. now. I believe that's free money. If they want like any it. chance of winning this game or being yep. in this game, it's going to be C.J. Stroud leading the way with this passing. So over one and a half passing touchdowns is at a plus one forty five. Jump on that now. Yeah, I, I do like that one a lot. Uh, that one and a half, you know, he's getting two through the air, he isn't has he? To. He, he has, has to. If they're going to win or have a chance to win or cover, like I think they will, yeah, uh, uh, he has to get that two touchdowns. And he his last three, four weeks, that sh- uh, that feels like a lock. That, what I've seen that from him feels like a lock as well. One that I did want to get your, you know, kind of. Mm-hmm. I'll shoot. I'll give you a shot. I love Debo Samuel. Uh-huh. I think he's one of the most electrifying players in NFL. Yeah. I always love his rushing props. Okay. Because they're he so at? low. It's 15 and a half yards. Over. Over. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's a lock. Yeah. Because he's, he's, he probably only gets four to five, you know, touches a game from that spot, for, you know, uh, yeah. running the football. But he breaks one for 32, like, 
yeah. every other game. Yeah. I love 15 and a half for Debo. Take that over on his rushing yards. Thank you for confirming that. You heard the horn, so that means we're up against it. But I rode Debo all the way to a fantasy football Ooh. title. There you go. Once again, so you know I'm smacking the over. Give yep. me as much Debo as you possibly can. Love it, love it. Let's take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. What do you got going on over there, Jabari? I got a spicy pickle fight. Oh. A pickle fight returns with a KO. It's a pickle punch to your throat. Mm. I love this stuff. It's so good. Uh, Nebraska Brewing Company. I mean, that's an aggressive 12 ounces right there. It is. There. It that, really that, is. That, that, that's hot. That, 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 that's a hot one. You got dill the pickle with the boxing <laughs> gloves on. It's the best. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron. Oh, the Parlay Pounder. You got it. We're back. <laughs> uh, now it's time to talk a little NCAA round ball. Yes, sir. Basketball. Yes, sir. And kind of a disappointing Wednesday evening. Yeah, that was Whether rough. If you're a Husker, you're a Creighton, or you're a Jasker, <laughs> yeah. it didn't matter. It didn't go out. It didn't come out the way you're you're hoping. It really didn't. I have three teams that I really follow, Andy, <laughs> in college football. That being Nebraska, Creighton, and Maryland Terrapins. All yeah, taking yeah. the L's on Wednesday night. It was it was a rough Wednesday for oh, me. Oh yeah, Northwestern got the better of Maryland. Exactly, oh, and that's man. who we're going to be talking about here in a little bit as yeah. well. Well, let's start with oh, we got a trio of Saturday games, yeah. good games lined up here. Well, let's start with an eleven o'clock tip off on FS1. That is Creighton traveling out to Newark, New Jersey, yeah. to take on. I'm I'm telling you, the red hot Seton Hall Pirates. <laughs> yeah, um, I <laughs> just looking at recent play from both these teams. Look out, because I I think the Pirates are going to be a tough team to bet against. Yeah, exactly, Andy. And this is probably going to be a favored towards Seton Hall, especially with the Creighton uh, loss to UConn by double-digit points, Andy. Yeah. Uh, the the thing that you I really hone in when I'm looking at these two teams is they both recently just played St. John's, <laughs> Yes, Andy. they did. Yep. We barely beat them, we being Creighton, Creighton. Blue Jays. Yep. Probably a couple calls that went our way that probably shouldn't have. Skinned by by one at home. Win, yeah, skin by by one at home. On the opposite side, the Seton Hall Pirates rolled through them, beating them by 15 points. 80 to 65. Crazy. I mean, um, they're not ranked in the top 25. They're always underdogs, even at home. <laughs> yeah. Their metrics and all their stats, they're lackluster. There's nothing to really point. I'm like, ooh, this is it. And they're not getting any national respect. Yeah. That might change after a statement win at home over a ranked team, if Creighton is still ranked, <laughs> Yeah, uh, come well, Saturday. Well, they will be because they can't take their ranking away until, until Monday. Monday. Okay, so uh, there you go. There you go. The the thing that, yeah, you got to look at Seton Hall is that, uh, hello, they're sitting at top of... Uh, the, the Big East. The Big East. Yeah. They're the number one team in the Big yep. East. Six and one in conference play. Yep. Obviously, UConn has only played six games, so uh, you know they have that extra win over them. Uh, but 
Seton Hall, they're for real. They're going to be in the top 25. They're pretty much going to replace Creighton in the top 25. Creighton, for the rest of the season, is going to be burrowing right there at that 25 spot, in and out the entire way, uh, just depending how the the ending stretch goes. I'm not going to say the Creighton Blue Jays don't have a chance in this game, because if they heat up, they do. Right. Uh, And if Cockbrenner, you know, plays the way that he needs to, uh, you know, that's a huge advantage for the Blue Jays. But the way that they're playing right now and the way that Seton Hall's playing, I have to give the edge to the Pirates. You know, that was just kind of a boring game to watch or to listen to. Yeah. Uh, Creighton, a Wednesday evening. Yeah. Versus, number one, don't get it twisted. It was the number one ranked team in the nation, UConn. Right. But UConn just got out to a lead and just kind of held on to it. And Creighton never made you believe or feel that they were going to come back. That total was set at 145 <clears> and a half. Didn't even get close. Didn't even get close. 62 to 48. 110 was your total. And UConn was a six and a half point favorite. Covered that easily. Yeah, no, I just I don't remember the last time I, I see this abysmal of a Creighton you know spread. Yeah, only scoring forty eight points, uh, only shooting six for twenty six from three point. That's twenty three percent. Mason Miller not scoring. Trey Alexander, our dog, only yeah. getting six points is yeah. absolutely crazy. So yeah. uh, hopefully they have a bounce back. We can practice a uh, couple days of practice here. Get the pirate ship ready to go face the pirates. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, I think the story was the rebounding just. Like yeah. old team, the old teams of Creighton just got beat up on the boards, yep. and that was the that was the difference, uh, especially in the first half. And then that just continued into the second half. And I think Seton Hall, they're a good enough team; they'll figure that out and they'll defend home court. And it's a, an opportunity for them to get that national respect, yeah, and really take it to Creighton. So if if Creighton is favorite, jump on the Pirates. If the Pirates are only favored by two, maybe even three, I still like the Pirates. I think. Me too. So, all right, should we move on to a 115 tip off on BTN? Let's do it. NU versus NU. Yes. Finally, the Huskers get a home game after a couple of road games. Now, it was a glorious home game last time we saw the Huskers at home knocking off the number one ranked uh, Purdue Boilermakers. (laughs) Boy, was that that fun short lived because the Hawkeyes took it to Nebraska. And then overtime at Rutgers. Yeah. Oh, just it, they, they, I thought I didn't like the first half where I felt they let it kind of get away. Yeah. Uh, but then the second half, they got it rolling just to give it back. Yeah. I mean, it's the same way against Iowa. I'm, I'm talking uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Against you're talking Rutgers. Wednesday. I'm yeah. just saying it's it's the same thing against Iowa. You know, just starting out, what was it, 14 to 2 or 16 to 4, yeah, whatever you it was. You cannot do that and spend all of your yeah. energy the entire game yep. trying to. Get back to you know even fold yeah. and then have the energy to push it over. That's the same way with overtime in Rutgers. You could yeah. just tell that we didn't have anybody that could score the ball. Hoiberg's it's scored tough. the last six points of the game for us. Yikes. That that can't yeah. be what happens. Yeah. Ryan Mass cannot just have four points and five fouls. That yeah. is not going to work out for the Huskers and Northwestern. Uh, just beat a really, I, I think, a kind of an underdog Maryland team that has some good players on it, uh, it was on a close Wednesday game. night. A very it was, close, it was a close game. game. Uh, they squeaked it out at home, but I, I would, I would be pretty surprised if Northwestern wasn't favored by a point or two going into Lincoln here. Well, I think you, you touched on a couple of things there, and I think it's very evident with Nebraska that yeah. they're not a good enough team where they can get behind. Yes. They can't play from behind like that, but they are good enough to where at home, right conditions, yeah. uh, Tominaga's hitting threes, yeah. uh, Mast is getting rebounds and making plays on the offensive end, You know, helping things sure. out, uh, Gary's making the hustle plays. Um, when those things come together, they can knock off a Purdue. They can. 
But when everyone's just kind of looking around, waiting for somebody else to make a play, and they they have an early deficit, they can't overcome that. No, they they really can't, Andy. So uh, I know Pinnacle Bank Arena will be packed, you know, supporting the boys yeah, yeah. again on Saturday. I'm just hoping that that crowd noise and everything gets these guys going early because if we do, like you said, if we yep. have a lead, uh, it really plays into the crowd and it really helps these guys out. They thrive on it. It's just that the books have gotten so sharp over the last couple of the seasons, uh, you know, coming around to Pinnacle For Bank sure. Arena. Um, but if it's a pick em, give me my Huskers. Yeah, I, I believe so as well. <laughs> I, I like the Huskers. At home, uh, th- we're going to be ready for a win, and I, th- I think uh, Hoiberg will get them going in the right direction. Yeah. Tominaga at home, he's he's invincible. Uh, and when he hits a three, whether he's started 0 for 4 or whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. When he hits that triple, the crowd erupts, the, it does. the top gets blown off, uh, and it energizes everybody on the court, too. It really does. Uh, it's just it's kind of fun to watch. It's pretty wild. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> but yeah, we got to be hitting shots and we got to be uh, playing that tough. Tough nose defense yeah. like the Huskers can. So I, I, I like the Huskers at home on Saturday. Should we talk about another Big East yeah. uh, matchup here? Numero uno. FS1, 7 o'clock tip-off. So we're taking from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yep. You're just going to have to tell the wife, I'll scoop uh, snow on Sunday. <laughs> we can always make up for it on Sunday, but always. Saturday. That's a Sunday job. That is college basketball here. Yep. Number one UConn heading to Philadelphia to take on the Villanova Wildcats. Yeah. And I'm watching some of the the latest games from Villanova, and this is not a vintage Villanova type of team. No. Uh, compared they're to still some, decent. They're they're good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think the the Big East, uh, barring uh, DePaul. Is solid for top sure, to bottom. But Villanova, you, you used to think of Villanova and this really tough, rugged defensive team. Like yep. if they weren't scoring, it's fine because their defense um, in a perennial six, uh, Sweet Sixteen yeah, arrival yeah. Yep. every year. But they just dropped a game to a very talented Marquette team yep. where they just got overmatched. Their defense didn't show up. They yeah. uh, uh, out rebounded. No blocks. No steals. Uh, more turnovers. It just every all those big stats, those indicators, yeah. um, led to that 13 point loss to Marquette earlier in the week. Yeah, uh, Andy, and that's how they've been losing games. And that's how they've been losing games, Andy. Um, you know, they have, like you said, a couple wins over DePaul in their last five, and one uh, a, a squeaked out one against Xavier. Yep. Um, but on the other side of the ball, Andy, uh, UConn, you know, number one in the nation right now, but mm-hmm. they're not blowing these guys out other than Creighton just it's, on Wednesday. It's, it's Big East, man. I'm just saying, like a four point win. <laughs> over St. John's, a yeah. you know uh, six point win against Butler, a five point win against Xavier, uh, you know. So these teams can hang with this. These guys aren't world beaters, right? And uh, you know, well, if this gets stretched out to ten points or something, I do probably like Villanova to cover okay. at home. Okay, uh, but yeah, if yeah. this is any close, like five. You know, four or five points. Yeah. I'm all over the Huskies. I mean, and we're we're projecting and Villanova. Give them credit. I mean, they're third in the conference right now, yeah. uh, four and two in the conference. But that's just stacked up with a lot of teams that are four and no three, doubt. four and two uh, in the Big East. And I don't think this. I mean, I'm I'm looking at this game kind of like I was looking at the Creighton versus UConn. I think yeah. this is going to be six and a half, maybe seven. Yeah. And you make some good points there. I'm um, looking at some of the stats here. UConn is only 102nd in the nation in total rebounds. Yeah. So there there are. 
there are chinks in the armor, There's right? There's ways to do it. Uh, if that game is in Creighton at Omaha, you know, against UConn, it's a totally different game, just like mm-hmm. you're alluding to with the Huskers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Creighton plays a lot better at home. Yeah, they get the crowd true. going, all that kind of stuff. Villanova has a huge fan base as well. Big East basketball, like we said, perennial yeah. powerhouse in the Big East. So uh, I, 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 if it gets inflated, I might have to look at the Wildcats, but UConn is probably going to win this game. Yeah, and they just got back their star center, uh, Donovan yep. Klingon. He killed um, it. Uh, <laughs> he, he killed Creighton. Yes, he did. Oh, my God. Did he make an impact? And he did. Maybe, maybe that's uh, why you're seeing some of the downturn in some of these stats like rebounds for UConn. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have their big man. Now it, they do. It's just what it is. And if you're looking at uh, team metrics, Andy, UConn averages over 10 more points a game, averaging 84 points. Yeah, Villanova only 74. So they are a very good team. There's a reason they're number one. Yeah. And I believe that they probably take down the Wildcats. In Villanova. Yeah, I think they're going to take him down too. And if it's around five or six, I like UConn. For it's sure. Out, maybe, uh, you know, maybe have a little, little yep. pause there. Give a little look at the Wildcats. Well, you heard the horn. That means we're up against it. So let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. And that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit stockandrod.com to get your Wild Game on. They'll also have some merch at the Deer and Game Expo this weekend. Yeah. Friday through Sunday. Swing by uh, booth 246, Chasing the Dream TV on NCN and YouTube. And they are the clothing partner, merch partner of that show. So Stock and Rod. Perfect. An outdoor lifestyle brand. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Ian D. Class, and joined by Jabron, <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. You got it. You got it. And we're getting back into the UFC. Let's go. Because we got a banger. Yes. 297 up in Toronto, going back to Canada. Oh, Canada. Yep. Tarzan boy heading to Canada. <laughs> It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but before we look ahead, let's take a look back at yeah. some of our hits and misses of last week. And I was chalking last week up to some pretty good wins. Yeah, a lot of green on this side, for uh, sure. No doubt about it. I was uh, pretty happy uh, reposting some of those uh, shorts that we made. Then just every single one of them just hit. Like yeah. That, that one short that was like 46 seconds on Tampa Bay, Philly. Yeah. I think we had three plays in that 46 seconds and all three of them <laughs> cash. I'm like, For oh. sure. Yeah, we we were under the understanding that the the, the wrong team was favored there. Yeah. The home team with Tampa Bay playing really well. Philadelphia Eagles coming into it not playing very well. No. And it, it they continued for well. Philly. Yeah. They they just didn't have it. They didn't have their top target in AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. The tush push wasn't working against <laughs> Levante David and the <laughs> Tim oh, was Buc- the the Buccaneers defense. So I really like that we hit that one. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know going into that. Philadelphia didn't cover the last six games. Yeah. We'll chalk it up to the last seven games of the season. Yep. They did not cover. That's kind of how their season went. And we got to give a shout, shout out to Mr. Trey Palmer, Ble- uh, you know Husker football yep. legend. Uh, yeah, scoring there. He woke up angry and he ended up in the end zone. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, ever since uh, that his first time he uh, tweeted that against the Iowa game, he's pretty much a lock for a touchdown. For a touchdown. So, so yeah. 
You gotta don't don't do the anytime touchdown on <laughs> Trey Palmer until you so you know <laughs> until look he wakes at his Twitter. Up angry. Yep. Yep. And if he doesn't wake up angry, don't don't bet it. <laughs> as That's far good. as as far as a couple misses, we did yeah. have a couple of those. Uh, we're way off on an NCAA basketball game, and yeah. that'll happen. Uh, we thought Oklahoma was coming into Kansas Lawrence, Kansas, with a head of steam, and can't, the Jayhawks were licking their wounds. They were, but man, did they use the Sooners as a bounce back game in a big way? Yeah, it uh, doesn't really take. Wow. Wow. Too long for Bill Self to figure out what's going on, no. especially in conference against these guys yeah. that he plays year in year out. I think we, you know, uh, look down on Kansas a little bit. Our our, our yeah. brother Shane is a big <laughs> a big Jayhawk guy, so we we he tend is. to bet against the Jayhawks when we probably shouldn't. So yes, that is a miss. One other miss that I wanted to go over is I had my you know number one wide receiver parlay uh-huh. uh, took for the Rams. I took Cooper Cup. Obviously, he is not the number one receiver in Los Angeles anymore. anymore. It is. Puka Nakua. Yeah. So I learned my lesson on that. I'm always on Puka now. And we also had uh, the Rams a slight favorite there, yeah. and they just about got you there. They had but it. Credit <laughs> Detroit for somehow. Jared Goff is good enough for Detroit. Good enough, good enough for Detroit. Good enough for a, a really slight win. Tight it was awesome. win at home. It Glad was for those fun. guys. I, I was happy for the Lions as well. Uh, but let's end on a positive note here. Yes. Green Bay. The we green check it. mark for Green Bay. We said it. Packers on the road in Dallas. <laughs> and, and we weren't even trying to dog on the yeah, Cowboys. No, it's just going to happen. It's my just going to happen. What is I'm going sorry. on? sorry. They have lost three straight <laughs> playoff games when they're when they're favored over a touchdown, yeah. Andy. They just can't hack it. They can't hack it in the postseason. I believe the coach should be fired. They were not ready to play Ugh. that game. Yeah. Uh, it, something needs to happen, yeah. but I don't care. Keep everybody because I love when the Cowboys lose, and it's so funny that the Packers <laughs> did it with a new quarterback. And, and I feel so like funny. a lot of those stats were like uh, kind of given to them because Green Bay had such a big lead. They're like, all yeah. right, we'll just kind of play a prevent defense, let this game kind of run yeah. itself out. Yeah, they wouldn't you know? have scored those yeah. those garbage time touchdowns if yeah. Green Bay was still on the pedal. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty crazy. But, yeah, good weekend in, in all – Especially yep. for our football. Yep, the Green Bay Dallas game and Tampa Bay versus Philly. We were all over that Let's go. And up and down the card. Let's talk about the main card. Yes. UFC 297, Toronto. We're heading back to Canada. Yes. Uh, you know, UFC said they're going to do a lot more traveling. They are. And they are. It's good to see. And this uh, this card is littered with a lot of good old Canucks. Yeah. Canadians up and down here. But we're going to start with the number four contender in the featherweight. Yeah. Um, about here, Arnold Allen from the UK taking on Mazar Evlov. He's the number nine contender out of Russia. He's also your favorite at a minus 166. Yeah, the way I'm looking at this, Andy, Arnold Allen boasts a strong, striking, and solid defensive game. Uh-huh. Evlov excels in wrestling and grappling with an undefeated record, like you just said. Uh, this seems like another classic matchup striker versus grappler. Yeah, yeah. I like Evlov wrestling could give him the slight edge mm-hmm. in a closely match uh in a close match. I did like Arnold's last time out against Max Holloway showed his grit and everything. He did. But still lost. Still lost and th- this is going to be this going to be if he gets on the ground Evlov wins this. So yeah. I like Evlov take that money line right there. All righty. I think I know how you're going to sit on this one a middleweight bout the next one up the <laughs> card. We got Chris Curtis the American number 4 con- 14 contender in this weight class. Yeah. He's a, a minus one sixty six favor over a Canadian. Now he might get some uh, you know hometown yeah. uh, cred here. Mark Andrej. Yeah, Andy. Uh, I'm probably going to go a different way than you think. 
Uh, I like Mark Andre in this. Oh, Curtis striking his top notch, but on the other side, this guy has shown resilience in recent fight. This is a hard fight to predict, as it's likely to be a close contest. Even though I believe Curtis has the slight edge in striking yeah. and accuracy and power, I believe Mark Andre rarely gets knocked out, and I believe that he will do just enough to hang with Curtis and have an exciting, exciting, scrappy brawl that the judges will award the hometown fighter. Like you said, I really like Mark Andre in this. In this fight, yeah, you know, Mark Andrej probably had to cut a lot more weight than Curtis. He, yeah. you know, he's six one compared to to five ten, and they're both weighing in at one eighty five. Uh, sometimes that plays a role in it. It's kind of, it's unbelievable that he's so much taller. Yet Curtis has a little bit of an edge as far as reach seventy five and a half compared to seventy four. Like, yeah. what are these body types? It, it's it's crazy. And and like <laughs> you said, th- this should be kind of a coin flip, Andy. I think yeah. Curtis is getting a little bit of the edge in the books just because no. of the name. He's been the, around the, a lot longer. Mark andre on the other side has 10 wins by knockout. This mm-hmm. is going to be fist-flying UFC action. Yeah. I love this fight. I can't wait to watch it, but I do like the plus money with Mark andre Alright, let's move on up the card to a welterweight bout that's featuring another Canadian. Yep. Mike Mallett, heavy favorite, minus 250 over the American, <clears throat> Neil Magny. And Magny is... He's currently ranked. Mallet is not. Yeah. What's going on here? Well, this is another one of those with a declining. Oh, uh, one guy's going up. One, one guy's, guy's going, going down, up. Huh? One guy's going down. Neil Magny was very disappointed. Uh, disappointed in a fight against Ian Gary, barely hanging on with one leg. I su- I was surprised that the fight goes to mm-hmm. a decision. Uh, I re- really like Mike Mallet right here. Yeah, uh, he's finished his opponents in his last six professional fights. Yeah. Four with submissions, twos with knockouts. Three of those fights were in the UFC. Yeah. I think the hometown fighter gets it again. Mike Mallett to win. You know, Mallett only has 12 UFC fights to his yeah. name. He's 10-1-1. One, one. Uh, Magny, on the other hand, has 12 losses. He's 28-12. A yeah. lot more tread on the tires. No and doubt. This does look like a classic. One guy's going up the rankings. Correct. One guy's maybe heading on out. Yep. Sorry, Neil. Yeah, your time is over. Okay, now this is considered somewhat of a co-main event. Yes, it is. Let's talk about the win- women's bantamweight title bout here. Yep. The belt is on the line. It we is. got the American, Raquel Pennington. She's an underdog to the yep. Brazilian Silva, who's the number three contender in the world. Not, <clears throat> not a big underdog, but you got that minus 166 on Silva. Yeah, Andy. Pennington is known for toughness, striking, and experience. Silva excels in Brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah. and has a strong submission game. Pennington's weakness lies in the occasional uh, she's pretty passive and while Silva can struggle with striking defense this is another hard fight to predict but I'm giving the favorite a slight edge here I just believe Silva gets after it yeah. a little bit more I believe she takes this down and wins the belt it's going to be pretty this is going to be a really fun one to watch as well so uh, anytime when the belt's on the line it's really good but Silva is a really really fun fighter to watch so yeah. I, I'm I'm backing her Silva has a little bit of weight and a lot less tread on the tires yeah. you know we kind of mentioned a little bit younger fighter um, I, I think the the favorite is kind of the way to go here too. And once again, you have number two versus number three contenders in this weight class. Yeah. So of course it's going to be about a coin flip. Wouldn't be surprised if this gets down to about a minus one twenty one, minus sure. one ten type of deal yep. uh, when when it gets to ringing that bell. Nope, I can't wait for this one. It's going to be a really good uh, you know teaser for yeah. the main here event. Here we go. Let's do yes. it. Let's do it. Tarzan. <laughs> 
Tarzan, Sean Strickland. He's running his mouth, but he's running his mouth with the belt. Yes, he is. First title defense here, and he is your odds-on favorite. A minus 130 over DDP. The South African, though, is... Uh, he's taking on some money on the books here. A lot of folks like the number two contender in Duplice. Yeah, Andy. Uh, Sean Strickland, like you said, biggest upset, probably one of them in UFC yeah. history, yep. dethroning Israel Adesanya after his big win over Alex Pereira. Uh, now the hunter becomes the hunted, I would say, with DDP. Uh, he did manage to get in Strickland's head in the press conference with comments about his dad, which you know just went blood yeah. red for yeah. Sean Strickland. He does not like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mind games are part of this, and I'm not you know confident that Strickland can keep his composure in uh-huh. this fight. Uh, you, you saw that they already fought each other at the last UFC event in the crowd. Yeah. It, so a that lot was crazy. Been, a that lot was freaking been, crazy. That they the really funny thing was like Strickland. <laughs> you could tell that he was blood red mad, and then he still asked the kids to move aside so he could he goes, go. Man, would you grab your son and get him out of the way <laughs> yeah, so I can fight this guy? So this is this has a little bit is that of Miami. Yeah. <laughs> This has a little bit of that, you know, Khabib, Conor McGregor kind right. of hatred, yeah, yeah. you know, growing yep. towards it. So I, I can't wait to watch this fight. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, the Styles makes the fight, and Strickland does well with his forward pressure. Uh, he, he may not work as well against DDP, who will be hesitant to move forward and brawl with Strickland uh-huh. or mix it up with some grappling where the, you know— Strickland and his camp put together one hell of a yeah. uh, uh, camp when they took down Adesanya, and I think they can do the same here for DDP. Uh, I am taking the favorite. I like Strickland. Um, I was hesitant. You know, he's one of your favorites, and we've always talked about him. Yeah. Uh, but after what I saw with taking out Israel Adesanya like that, yeah. in kind of a dominating fashion, I thought. Yes, uh, that, he did. that fourth round, uh, I was kind of surprised Adesanya was able to keep, keep on his feet. Yeah. I, I really was. Uh, DDP, there's not much to not like about that guy, though, either. No, it's so. it, big rising stars in the UFC, yep. Andy. Obviously, yep. I got to back my boy, Sean Strickland. He is my favorite, uh, he, <laughs> but my best bet of the night, because if he's going to win this, he's going to win yeah. it by knockout. That's Ooh. at a plus 200 right now go. on DraftKings Sportsbook. So please be with me on this one. Tarzan, plus 200. For a knockout over DDP. Let's go, Sean. Can't wait for this one. Let's go, Sean. Take the show up to Canada. Let's go. Toronto. Show them what's going on. <laughs> Take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. World class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I am your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron, oh, <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. You got it. You got it right on the head, Andy. Oh, my God. And uh, we started with the NFL divisional round on yep. one side, and we're going to end with the Sunday games Let's right go. here, right now. Can't wait. We got to start with the two o'clock kickoff yeah. on NBC. No more Peacock, no more streaming services. No. This is on network television. You can even have one of those antennas, those flat antennas that plug into your TV with the USB. <laughs> that could pick up the game this week, Grandpa. A little so staticky, but don't yes. worry about it. I will say, I stuck to my guns. I did not buy the subscription. I heard a lot of people did the six dollar thing, then dumped it. Yep. Nope. 
I was one of the people out there that said, no, I'm not going to pay <laughs> more money for more games than I thought I'd already been paying for this. Like, what more do I need to do? Yeah. I got the, a I got a cable subscription. I got <laughs> Apple TV. I got all Disney these things. Disney Plus. Yeah. Like, what are <laughs> we doing? Amazon Prime. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, now, yeah. Now I need Prime. <laughs> oh, my God. So that was one of those games where I just kind of listened to it, watched it on X on Twitter. Yep. And, and then I watched the highlights on YouTube afterwards. Yeah. You can always find out what's going yeah. on with these games. There's too yeah. much media coverage not to. It just, yeah. I, I know a lot of people that did not buy the subscription, but I just went over to a friend's house to elude not buying it. There so. you go. Good friend. I like that. It never hurts to have more and more friends. Yep. All right. So this is a two o'clock kickoff on NBC. Yeah. Tampa Bay going to Detroit, where the Lions, bless their heart, bless their soul. They yeah. won a playoff game for the first time in, what, 85 years or something like that. So long. <laughs> Barry Sanders, since Barry uh, Sanders. And, and, you know, they were underdogs, yeah. and now they are nearly a touchdown favorite. Six and a half points at home with a 48 and a half total to go along with it. I'm glad that they got up really, you know, high on themselves this past week, and I'm glad they beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. I, I just see a letdown, a huge really? letdown game here, Andy. Really, I'm not sold on their defense, and the Buccaneers' offense hmm. looked really good last game. Baker Mayfield really put on a show in his last game. Yeah, he did. And he's going to find success again yeah. in this game, Andy. Okay. The Lions' offense is still probably going to score enough points to, you know. Be there, yeah. Uh, in in prop, they could win the game, Andy. Yeah. I'm just saying, I I, this is going to be a field goal game. The, I think it, so. It has the makings of, you know, Buccaneers score with you know a minute 24 left, yeah. and Goff has to win the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I yeah. feel this game is going to be. I'm jumping all over Bucks plus six and a half. You know, and Detroit's been doing this all year long, and I don't know why they don't get more respect. I think just because it's Detroit, but they've won 13 games now yeah. in the NFL. Yep, uh, they deserve to be where where they are, and they deserve to be favorites. But I'll I'll pump the brakes here. I don't know if I like them by a touchdown. This opened up at five, and I thought that sounds about right. Yeah. And now that it's up around a touchdown, I don't know. That's that's like it gets it gets to a point like all games do. Every game has a number, right? Yep. And for me, the six and a half or seven. Give me the Bucks. Give you the Bucks. I think you have to go with the Bucks. Just you've seen, even though Detroit, you know they played really well. They have 13 wins, like you alluded to, and all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. They still have these games where they can't get right, and mm-hmm. it, you know they just feel out of whack sometimes on offense. So yeah. I, I feel like this is going to be too high of an emotion, and they're going to come down. Yeah. I, I really believe the Bucks might pull an upset off here. If if oh. for for sure cover. Hey, you've been calling the upsets these playoffs. We go back last week to Green Bay, yeah, uh, over Dallas. Uh, so so nothing new for you. And then Tampa Bay, you called that one as well over yep. Philadelphia. And Tampa Bay has been covering as yeah. of late five of the last six games they have covered. But Detroit, more the same for the their same. last five, they have been able to cover. The difference has been Detroit, and that offense has been smacking the over. <laughs> this has been bet up. Yeah. To forty eight and a half. Uh, do you like that trend, or do you think? Uh... I, I think the trend is correct. I believe there's mm. going to be a lot of points scored in this game, Andy. So I, I believe if you can you shop it around, you know, find it at forty seven, forty six and a half. Still, some places uh, do that. I mean, uh-huh. you're, I would probably bet it up to fifty. I, I do believe really? there's going to be that many points in this. Like I said, I one of my best bets of this game, Andy, is Baker Mayfield over two hundred fifty three yards. Okay, I believe okay. he is going to have 
a, a lot of success passing against this Detroit Lions defense. Uh, so I, I believe the the Bucks are going to score a lot of points, and and you know that the Lions aren't just going to yeah, roll yeah. over and die. So they are going to score some points as well. I like the over for sure. Okay, well one of the one of the player prop bets that's gaining a lot of uh, taking on a lot of action right now yeah. is Jared Goff, and actually the under the majority of the money is sure. being bet on the under. His line is seventy. 278 and a half yards right now. Crazy. So, of course, you can think that everyone's just thinking, you know, short term memory, yep. last game, how spectacular it was, yep. fourth quarter, all, all those things. Um, and then the Bucks, the books, I think, got away with one here where they're able to put kind of an inflated line out there yep. and people are betting it just like they thought they would. Yeah, for sure. And Jared Goff can win with 270 yards passing. He doesn't yeah. have to go over this to win. I'm just saying that I do believe it's going to be a little bit of a lower total for him. Yeah. Uh, and I, I believe that is correct to go with, with the under on yeah. Jared Goff stuff. I'll give you an over for Detroit, though, too. Yeah. Because uh, I like to feel good, right? Let's do it. Sam Laporta. Yes. 34 I was and just going to say it. Let's go. Yeah, that that's an over bet. That's an Easy, over bet, right? Thirty-four and a half. Sam Laporta is one of their biggest weapons. They're going to be doubling Amon Ross St. Brown the entire game. Okay, uh, jump on Sam Laporta. I believe this gets probably up to 40, 45 by the time this kicks off. So get okay. it at 30, 34 and a half right now, Andy. Another one that I want to do opposite side of the ball for the Detroit Lions. I was just bagging on their defense, yeah. but. I like the over. Aiden Hutchinson over 0.75. Sack is at plus 124 oh, right now. Oh. Aiden Hutchinson is going to yeah. get a sack in this game on Baker. Baker holds so. on to the ball just a little bit too long sometimes. Tries to make plays. Tries to make plays, which he, yep. he which he does, and he's going to make some plays in this game. I believe Aiden does get that sack, though. So give me that over on Aiden Hutchinson. Real quick, I, I like that one, too. He's going to get that sack. He he has a highlight on ESPN Sports Center every, after <laughs> no every game. No doubt about it. And it's Usually, uh, one play he gets loose and beats his guy. Yep. Uh, Rashad White, running back for Tampa Bay, yes, fifty-three sir. and a half yards. You like you like that? You know, he's just been balling out, Andy. I know, uh, I know he has. So I kind of like the over here. If I'm if I'm doing player it, props, it, and that's where I want to spend fifty-five and a half. Is that what it is? Fifty-three and a half. Fifty-three and a half. You got to take it. I think it's an uh, over. I, I believe all three of these guys with the player yeah. props that you're looking at: David Montgomery at fifty-five and a half, Jameer Gibbs at forty-five and a half. I yeah. believe all three of these guys could get to that. It's yeah. just if this becomes a passing sort of game like we're right. alluding to, yep. Yep. are these guys going to get the ball? So I would go yes on Richard White because they are going to get him the ball early and often. Love it. All right, let's talk about that nightcap. Let's do it. 5.30 on CBS. Game of the year. Kansas City. Yeah. Let's go, Buffalo. The Bills are hosting <laughs> at Highmark Stadium. Uh, hopefully snow won't be such a factor, but yeah. the Buffalo Bills are your two-and-a-half-point favorite. Who would have thought this five weeks ago? Yeah. They are a two-and-a-half-point home favorite against Kansas City. That uh, The over is sitting at 45-and-a-half as of right now, but that is taking on some money, and that is skyrocketing up uh, as we speak. So if you if you like that over, get in on it now, because I think it's going to be bet up even more closer it, to that kickoff. It definitely is, and I'm all over that over, Andy. We've yep. seen this game three or four times over. Yep. In the playoffs. And it goes over. Yep. These two teams love to score. They got some of the best players in the NFL. This is going to be yep. so much fun to watch. It is. It's going to be another one. Bills are playing their best football of the season, 86 straight wins. Yeah. They're at home, yep. and they've managed to beat the Chiefs in three of the last four meetings. Except for that one. Except for that one. And when did that happen? <laughs> in the playoffs. Yeah. But it was in Kansas City. Yes. At Arrowhead. So I understand where they're getting the nod. With all that said, Andy, 
We're getting Patrick Mahomes in an underdog role. Sometimes we don't get that. In uh, fact, Mahomes has been an underdog in just 10 times previously. He has won seven of those games being an underdog. Yeah, uh, he has 74 starts uh, for his career, does Patrick Mahomes. He's only been an underdog 10 times, and the line I, I saw, he was 8-1-1. One, one. So they, he's they covered gave him a push. He's yeah. covered eight. He's covered eight. He's yeah. covered eight. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. Only a dog 10 times. Yeah, out of it, the 74 starts. And this will be the eighth time since 2020 that Chiefs will be the underdogs, and, yeah. and they've won five of those games. So you, you don't get these chances typically in the playoffs where you know the best player in the universe is an underdog. Right. This is definitely one of those times. Uh, Buffalo's playing a different game right now. Yeah. Uh, they had those midseason lulls, those struggles, especially a couple games early on. You're like, what is this? Yeah. Um, but now I think you, you're you seeing these last five, six games. Buffalo feels that urgency. Yep. They had to get back to their winning ways, and that was unleashing Josh Allen, saying, we're going to take the good with the bad. You're a running quarterback. Yep. Uh, Go with the game. Alluding to the best player prop of this game. Okay, let's see. Josh Allen over 44 and a half rushing yards. One play. One play. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, he's he's definitely going to bust off, you know, three or four 12 yard runs, a seven or five here. Everyone, he is going to be running. Third and 13 lookout. Here we go. Third and 13 lookout. This is what's going to happen. No, but just getting back to the spread and everything, Andy, if if this wasn't at two and a half, if this gets to three, or three and a half, I'm all over Kansas City because mm-hmm. it is going to be that close of a game, I believe. But right now, you like the hook and you like I Buffalo. I like the hook. I most like just the money line for Buffalo at a okay. minus 150. Throw points out the door in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it's just a you know, uh, you know, one of the best matchups of the year. I'm yep. not even throwing points at it. Give me money line for the Buffalo Bills around minus 150. Yes, sir. For that for that money line, yeah, yeah, hard to argue that. Uh, and Kansas City, uh, we we you know mentioned some of those crazy stats with Patrick <clears throat> Mahomes, yeah. and he doesn't have receivers. Okay, we we joke around about that. Yep. We know that's the case, but this is also the best defense he's ever had. Yes, it is. And that's why I think there might be a little value to look at that under. I know you're saying smash the over and yeah. these two teams will get you there. Yeah. But if Buffalo is going to try and run the ball and the, it's going to be cold again and all these things and, and Kansas City struggles scoring the football, that's just crazy to say. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Travis Kelsey is going to be facing double and triple teams. Yeah. And Buffalo is going to dare any of those other receivers to make plays. And we've seen. Yep. Them drop the ball, line up offsides, you name it. They've those, done re- it. those receivers have figured out it. ways to lose games uh, and close games for Kansas City. No, no, I totally agree with that, Andy. Another player prop that I wanted to get in right before the parlay, Andy, okay. is the other quarterback in this game, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah? This guy gets off and running in the playoffs as well. He does. His, his rushing yards are at 28.5. I believe he he surpasses this as well. He's yeah. one of those guys that yeah. needs those first downs, gets those first downs, yep. broke his freaking helmet last yeah. week uh, yeah. trying to get more yards. So I believe 28.5 is a very very low for Patrick Mahomes yep. in the playoffs. He extends plays just as well as anybody uh, besides Lamar Jackson and Josh and Allen. Josh Allen. The other <laughs> so, two guys that nope. we're talking about. So that's my other player prop that I really like for this game. All right, you heard the horn. That yeah. means we're up against it, but there's always time for a parlay play yes. from the parlay pounder. Jabron, let's hear it. I believe I'm going to go two for three with you on this. Uh, <laughs> Houston, Baltimore, we alluded to it early. I'm taking that over. I think it's lock of the week, okay. over 43 and a half points. Then I Got the Buffalo Bills money line minus one fifty. Throwing okay. that in the second leg, right. and then I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs Buffalo Bills over, over. forty five 
and a half, Andy, putting 25 bucks on this to receive 125 back. Okay, I, I like the odds there, and I wouldn't be surprised <clears throat> if it goes over. Yeah. yeah, we see fireworks from these two guys, yeah, these yeah, two yeah, yeah. teams, uh, year in, year out in this scenario. So I would not be surprised with the over. So I like the parlay. Let's play. go. Let's get it. Let's, Let's go. Get it. That's this hitting three check marks. <laughs> Let's get it, boys. Well, that'll about do it for us this week. Be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri City Radio and their Facebook page. We're also on X, formerly known as Twitter. Yes. Got a lot of fun little games and short videos that we uh, put out <laughs> on there. And our YouTube channel that continues to grow and the yes. interaction on that has been a lot of fun as well. We would really appreciate if you do watch it. Like us, subscribe us. All those things really helps us grow and what we've been able to do. And we love to hear from you guys. Those comments, they're they're fun. They are. They're fun I, to go back I love uh, when we do our shorts on YouTube. Everybody gives us a little <laughs> flack for you know losing picks or yeah, you yeah. know says this ain't gonna hit and then it does hit. Uh, a lot of that's fun <laughs> stuff. So I, I love putting the YouTube shorts out. Uh, also on TikTok at w, uh, WTL Sports Betting as well. Make sure that you look in that before primetime games to get some player props and parlays for Joe Braun. The par lay pounder. I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL.